Hey, hey, hey! Uh, welcome to this week's episode of Nyasha Music Grace. I'm Nana. I'm Nyasha. And today we are talking about the cost of natural hair, <laughs> as well as classes. So, I often hear it said, and it perplexes me every time, Nyasha. Mm-hmm. Natural hair is too expensive, mm-hmm. and it's too much of a thing, too much to maintain. Mm-hmm. Now, I can be quite high maintenance mm-hmm. at times. So I think back to the times. (laughs) Her face right now is everything. I think back to the times when I was relaxing my hair. Mm -hmm. Relaxing my hair was high maintenance. I would make sure it was wrapped every night. Um, Mm -hmm. You obviously have to spend money on the relaxer, on the products. It's a lot of work. For me, relaxer was a lot of work. Yeah. I then transition um, and start getting into just doing my hair as it grows out of my head, as God intended. Yeah. Um, And I, I think... For the first few years, you're just trying to figure it out and you're figuring out what works for you, what doesn't. Not everyone has you to tell them and guide, direct them and guide them. Yes. But I'm at a point now where, hands on heart, I don't think I spend more than £10 a month, if that. Mm-hmm. Natural hair, for me, in my personal experience, is not expensive. But I think it can be expensive if we are buying every product under the sun recommended by ex-youtuber of the month yeah so talk to us a little bit about costs and talk to us a little bit about why there's this idea that it's so expensive it's um a lot of things i think with anything in life it's easy when you know how right um the natural hair movement Mm -hmm. of recent times um, came about for various reasons mm. in different places, right. in different countries. So I think the American experience is not quite the same as mm. the African experience. It's not quite the same as the um, the British, the mm. black British experience. Um, <clears throat> but a lot of it, I think, is just people wanting to move away from relaxers right. because of the danger of relaxing, because of just issues mm. of issues around relaxer um and unfortunately the places people went to to get this information right useful as they were Mm. and useful as they can be Mm -mm -mm. for for inspiration just for you to know you're not alone Mm -hmm. it was also very toxic right because then what you have is a person who could be a stay at home person or like they're a stay at home mum mm. or they are student a student mm-hmm. or they they are wanting to make a living out of right youtubing mm-hmm. um and a lot of information that was being shared mm. was valid mm-hmm. to the person right And to their experience, Mm -hmm. but not to everyone else. Right. And these people were coming from a place of not knowing Mm -hmm. and not understanding. Mm -hmm. So therefore, they were trying things. Yeah. Um, And so it was like, I tried this, I tried that. Mm -hmm. And they were going to people that were also not as aware or maybe not as informed. Mm. So again, you're going to somebody else who is trying this Mm -hmm. and trying that. And so you feel they tried a shampoo, 
or they tried one, two, three shampoos. So mm. therefore, I am going to buy one, two, three shampoos. So you go and you buy the best deal of one, two, three shampoo, but then it's like five liters. Yeah. And then you use one, two, three shampoo and it seems to work mm. for a little while and then it stops working. And then the next person comes along and says, no, you need six to five. Right. And then the next person says, well, no, actually what you need to do is you need to. And all these people mm-hmm. are sharing their personal right. journeys. And unfortunately, because people tend to have this very, um, this need for messiahs, mm-hmm. they then decided that this was gospel. Yeah. They decided that the information that a person is sharing, and I think there's there's something to be sh- said for sharing your personal journey. Yeah. But it's essentially that it's a personal journey. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. I I have had certain procedures done to me. Mhm. And another person who's gone through exactly the same procedure has had a different outcome and a different experience. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I cannot be the only voice right to represent a particular procedure. Yeah. I have had the keratin treatment the keratin blow dry Mm. my experiences of that were that it damaged my hair right so i'm not in a position and a place to 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 sit and then advocate or Mm. advise or you know it's just it's an experience that's what happened with me this is where i went wrong this is where i went right and things like water come into effect things like health i think we've done a health and lifestyle episode things like your age play an important factor yeah. in the results you're going to get genetics where you're from the exactly. part of the world you live in yeah and the thing is i'm going to say this again by the time you're born you already have your full complement of follicles mm. no amount of hair growth this or hair growth that is going to give you follicles that you do not already have mm. so it costs a lot of money because mm-hmm. people don't know what they are doing. Right. There is nothing else I can say. Yeah. That is true. The, 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 in my experience, what I have found out mm. is that people don't know what they're doing. So they're buying things because they've been told by somebody else that yeah. this is what works. But then a lot of these videos are being edited. You don't know what somebody mm. is doing. Like, are you busy? Do you have that length of time mm-hmm. to invest in your hair? Because mm-hmm. if you're busy and you've got a job and you've got school and your classes are literally every single day. Yeah. Because not every uni student's experience of uni is, is the, the same. same. There's some people that go to uni twice a week. Yeah. And then they're off the rest of the time and you're like, why? Yeah. And then there's some people who are in uni Monday to Friday mm-hmm. because That's just how their lectures are structured. Yeah. So which one's experience of uni is more valid? Mm. And which one should we use as an example of being in uni? Right. That's such a key point. But what I'm finding now is that we're still in the same place. Actually, just hearing you talk has me thinking way back when to when I first cut my hair. And I think it was around the time a lot of people were. But we're we're still there in terms of what we're doing with our hair. Mm-hmm. And what you've said there is, you know, the cost of it really comes down to not knowing. Mm-hmm. But this has evolved into another really ugly space mm-hmm. of classes. Mm-hmm. So we've gone from, you know, one Messiah-like YouTuber mm-hmm. who, because they have the likes, because they have the views, because they have the followings, mm-hmm. will then have a company approach them. Mm-hmm. Let's run a masterclass. Mm-hmm. Now, hands up. Mm-hmm. I've fallen for this. Mm-hmm. 
So there was a YouTuber who had a wig course um, mm-hmm. in London. It was a day. Stupid, stupid, stupid money for the class. And anybody who knows how to make a wig knows it takes more than a day to right. learn how to make a wig properly. Right, right. But in my head, I thought, ah, let's try it. Let's let's give it a go. Let's learn something. And actually, an overwhelming amount of us left that class thinking, I, I could have got everything she said from YouTube. Yeah, because that's all she knows. But we've paid all these big monies. Yeah. And and, and to me, it's perplexing because this is one class. That's one. That's one thing. So we've got wig making classes. We have weave installation classes. We have natural hair care classes. Mm-hmm. but and this is people selling you their personal experience selling, for big monies it hurts my heart it really does they do it because you're buying yeah i'm sorry but this is on you the yeah. end users this is something that is created by us for right. us yay well yeah. done you yeah it, how yeah. See, I, it perplexes me but then it's just like uh, there's a part of me that's just like yeah it's okay mm-hmm. they there is anything that becomes popular yeah people will always find a way to make money, money. from mm-hmm. it i think we discussed this in the afro style that yeah. people started to make afro combs with a fist on it yeah. they would make afro combs with this so afro combs became very elaborate yeah. again um why because it was just an opportunity to make money yeah. so people are writing books based off on their own personal experience. experience oh my goodness yes right you write a whole book yeah and that's fine if that's what you want to do document your story but do not do not mislead people into thinking that because they've read your book yeah their hair stories their hair problems have been solved mm-hmm. and as consumers can't wake up i know this is on you. Yeah. You're the one handing money over. Mm-hmm. What are you handing your money over for? Mm-hmm. You're not that person. Mm-hmm. You are not that person. Mm-hmm. That position is filled. Be you. Mm-hmm. Focus on you. L- learn about your hair. Yeah. Because that's the only way you can. And I do I do get this. I get it. And I've done it. I'm guilty. <laughs> I was that person that went in and said, braid my hair like that person's. And then it was a whole different situation. Uh. So this this is one of those things where unless we call it out, yeah. we cannot heal Absolutely. from it. Absolutely. I'm very pro-education. Right. Um, and I think it's a very important to educate ourselves, right. however that looks. So if you want to know how to look after your hair, mm-hmm. go and learn how to look after your hair and ask the person how they know how to teach you how to look after your hair. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? So if somebody's running classes, mm-hmm. okay, good. So how do you know? Mm-hmm. So what did you do mm-hmm. to qualify you? Because if I'm hiring a lawyer, at some point I'm going to just say to her, oh, so where did you study? Mm-hmm. And then she must tell me where she studied. And there's Google, Schmoogle. <laughs> do your Google. I'm a Google you and see if you really are a lawyer. Yeah. Is you really a lawyer? You just don't go and hire a professional without at least asking them. And Mm. I know this is one of those things where in the hair space, Mm -hmm. sadly, we we have a lot that needs to be fixed. We do, Mm -hmm. regardless of what country people are in. Mm -hmm. In this space, this is something that does need to be fixed, where people are just braiding because they learn from YouTube. Mm. And then people are, are doing classes to teach them to become stylists. 
Right. And the people running these classes Mm -hmm. are themselves not recognized by anybody anywhere as being qualified Mm -hmm. to teach anybody how to become a stylist. Now, what other institution does that work in? Because it doesn't, right? If to, to teach anybody, you need to be qualified. Yeah. So another one of my day jobs. <laughs> yeah, yes. No. I work in education as well. Yeah. You cannot just go about and teach some you, you need to have a qualification. You yeah. need to be you need to be qualified yeah. to teach anybody anything. However, yeah. when it comes to our community for some reason it's okay for me to teach someone else mm-hmm. based on my own personal experience. Yeah. And then have this person go off and work with different people and different that that makes no sense yeah. to me yeah um and and again this is what holds us back right and and again this is what not just in in this time like wherever we exist yeah this is again in order to heal i like ian lavanzan she says in order to heal right something that's broken you need to call it out you yeah. need to just say this is what's broken and that's the same as um people battling alcoholism right um you have to recognize you have a problem in order to heal. Right. And we do have a problem. Right. And everybody is guilty. Yeah. Whether you're a stylist, Mm -hmm. whether you're a a salon owner, Mm -hmm. especially salon owners. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because who's working in your salon and where did they train? Yeah. And what do they know? Yeah. And when was the last time they went for training? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the training institutions as well, most of them are not delivering what they need to in terms of the appropriate level of mm-hmm. training to manage our hair in its natural form. Mm. That's changing. Um, and and then we have the people who are paying. So if you keep falling, we all now know yeah. that Instagram is all about likes. And a lot of these influencers, not all of them, mm. but there are some who have been found guilty of buying followers yeah. just to get endorsements. Yeah. So if you value the opinion of somebody who is not trained over looking for people who are trained and who invest in themselves mm-hmm. and take a certain pride in what they're doing that's on you that is that's on sure. you so yes i'm gonna write a book mm-hmm. i'm gonna just fill it with my anecdotes <laughs> and i'm gonna sell it to you because you might buy it yeah and and this this has got to stop so yeah. i mean you have to understand what it is you're going to learn so at work mm. In my day job, <laughs> my fabulous day job, I, we work with people one-on-one right? and we teach them mm-hmm. to understand their hair. Mm-hmm. We also run parent and, you know, family classes right. for, for people with children who are little under the age of 10 yeah. so that everybody's on the same page. Yeah. The child knows what they're supposed to do. The parents know what they're supposed to do, or at least any other adults, mm. whoever looks after the children the most and is likely going to do their hair. And what we do is we teach them to understand the hair that they're dealing with because mm-hmm. same family, you might have five people and they all have different needs for their hair. Mm. So somebody might have protein rich hair. Somebody mm-hmm. might have hair that is very protein deficient. Somebody might have brittle hair. Somebody might have a health problem. Mm-hmm. So we work with the individuals mm-hmm. and when they finish, we do give the babies certificates just yeah. because it's cute. Yeah. But they understand that they're certified to do their own, own hair. hair. Right. It does just because you've done one of our classes doesn't mm-hmm. make you qualified to do somebody else's hair mm-hmm. or to advise someone else because 
you don't know their life story. You don't know their medical underlying medical conditions. Mm. You don't know um, where they live. You don't know what they eat or don't eat. You don't know the levels of pressure and stress that they are dealing mm. with. We get to know all that mm -hmm. and then we give and we also know their lifestyle. How busy are they? Right. How often are they able to wash their hair? How often do they exercise? And based on that, mm -hmm. we will be like, OK, we offer a suggestion. And what's interesting is a lot of times when people first come, mm -hmm. my first class with a lot of my clients, they have all these amazing ideas of what they want to do yeah. because they don't have the information. By the time we've done each class mm -hmm. and we get to the end of the classes, their goals have changed. Right. Their attitude towards their hair has changed. Mm -hmm. What they want for their hair has is changed. very different. Yeah. Why? Because we've been there to hold their hand, to educate them mm -hmm. and to say, okay, with what you have, what you want, we can't get there without doing A, B, C and D. So if you're going somewhere to learn a skill in a day, mm -hmm. you are the one that's less than smart. Yeah. It's on, that's on you. Mm -hmm. That's like, you just take your money, chuck it in the bin. Honestly. And it feels like that when, for most of us, for most of us, it definitely felt at the end of that class, what a waste. And I think we've been sold something that wasn't what it was advertised as being. However, there are enough people who go to these things and treat it as law and treat it as, oh, this is the, this is biblical. This is the be all and the end all. And, to add to that, years of experience in a field is great, but it's not training. If you're only dealing with your hair yeah. or with the hair in your family, yeah. It, it, yeah. you don't understand enough. This is it. You don't understand. So um, there's a lot of people who have adjusted, a lot of professionals who've mm. adjusted how they handle and, and manipulate their client's hair just based on the fact that they've had a lot more natural clients yeah. coming through. And they've learned and adjusted based on their sound training mm. in hair care. Um, and they've been able to adapt that mm. to natural hair. Um, that's a lot better than a person who's been on their own hair journey yeah. for the last 30 years. Yeah. And they like try to tell me things i'm like but i have science i understand hair yes not just your hair but any kind of hair mm -hmm. and and i hear things i see things and one of the things that's fascinating is it's not just it's not just black hairdressers or hairdressing it's just hairdressing in general, general. because you'll mm. find that a person who is maybe say a japanese person or um a, a filipino person right if they go to a a hairdressers in France that's used to only dealing with Caucasian, European yeah. Caucasian type hair, the diameter of the, the strands is, is different. Yeah. So that's a whole, that's going to be challenging yeah. for the hairdresser and the experience of that um, person is not going to be what it would be if your hairdresser kind of gets your hair, understands yeah. your hair and all. So there are changes that need to be made. Across However, yeah. people need to understand that a personal experience is not substitute for proper training right right i went to an event recently and there was a lady who was talking she's an interior designer and she said that when she wanted to do textiles and go into designing wallpaper and all sorts of other things she went back to college mm. she, she went to um an art college and she learned to do textiles she had a different art mm. degree and she did other things but because of what she now wanted to do, she invested in her training mm -hmm. and went back to school. 
the same event I met a lady. It was an event by the Lionesses of Africa. Mm-hmm. And um, the same event, there was a lady who worked in something else and decided because of circumstances in life, she wanted to become more creative mm. and become a jewelry designer. And she has a fabulous company that does fabulous jewelry called Bella Creations. Mm. And again, guess what she did? <laughs> she went back to school. She went back to school. <laughs> this is a woman Revolutionary. With, with a master's degree. She had yeah. two degrees and she went back to college. Yeah. She went to, to classes. She started off doing individual classes and then she thought, no, this isn't enough. Mm. And then she went here until she eventually just went and signed up and did a uni program in jewelry design. And you can see that. Yeah. Just from the quality of her work, yeah, you it. can see that, yeah, she's trained. Yeah. She went to train properly so i don't understand why when it comes to hair we think it should be any different and then once you lose that hair and you didn't want to right that's a whole other mess and it's like i keep saying this people pay for hair damage right and it's on you because the podcast is here yeah we've got so many episodes where we're telling you we're begging you please (laughs) stop paying for for hair hair damage damage Mm-hmm. And just because you know how to do your own hair doesn't qualify you to charge other people this is it. to tell them things that you don't know yourself. If you're that invested in hair, find, go back to school. Yeah. Get a certificate behind what you're doing. One that's recognized as well. Of course, a recognized yeah. certificate. Otherwise, then there's no point if you're... <laughs> oh, no, because these fraudulent, I will call them fraudulent classes, mm-hmm. will give you a certificate. But it's no different to you giving... My little your li- That's it. That's it. One from Mr. Print. <laughs> print out a million, you know, like a million certificates for 11 pounds and oh. we'll give them to our clients. No, that's really... And I just want to shout out, there are stylists who um, do teach people mm. to maybe style their hair. Yeah. Um, I'm choosing my words carefully. I know there's a lady, her name is Kemi Lewis and she runs KL Naturals mm. and she has classes where she can teach you to style your hair into really cute updos mm. your natural hair um so if people wanted to learn how to style their hair and if people just learning from a professional means mm. you are understanding the other side of it and you also understand the pros and cons of doing something mm. it's all good and fine to to go and learn how to braid on youtube i see a lot of braiders who are doing things that i'm like oh mm. the hair damage to that in three months time mm-hmm. just because they're trying to do faux locks and mm. there's all these people are very ingenious you know they're very clever right. they're coming up the, the ingenuity is unbelievable they come up with all these ways to try and make certain hairstyles faster mm-hmm. the funny thing is if you go to a salon where the people are properly trained to do natural hair mm-hmm. one of the biggest investments is time right to do it right without causing damage mm-hmm. takes time. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to find shortcuts and you're right. going to somebody who is pro shortcuts, chances are that person is not well trained mm-hmm. and they don't understand hair. Right. They can braid, but they don't understand hair and mm-hmm. they don't understand the damage they're causing. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. They can't even tell you when something is going wrong with your hair. Right. And again, it's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. If you choose to do that, do not call out an entire industry mm-hmm. and complain about an entire industry when your experience has been with one untrained person. Because yep. use cheap. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> what is this? Oh. Okay.
if you are interested in hair care as a business, mm-hmm. go and get yourself educated, but make sure your certification is recognizable. Right. It's a it's a cert it's a certification that will allow you to operate within the remit of the law. Yeah. Lawfully. Because mm-hmm. if anybody damages your hair, you can sue that person. Mm-hmm. And therefore, every stylist should have public liability insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay? Most places, if something goes wrong, you should be able to go back and say, you damaged my hair. Mm-hmm. If the person that did your hair and damaged it is not certified, that's on you. Mm-hmm. And if you're charging people for classes, but you're not trained... Mm-hmm then we're side-eyeing you. Yeah. We don't know how you sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Certification must be recognizable. Mm-hmm. It must be recognizable. It doesn't matter what country you are. Most countries, the Department of Health has got a facility whereby hair professionals should have a recognizable certification. Mm. If you're going to a person who isn't in that situation, you're part of the problem because you are making them believe they can continue to cut corners. Mm. The sad thing is the only thing that's being cut is the health of your hair. Ooh, yeah. That is us for today. And on that note, <laughs> we love you we all. We do. Thank you for listening. And we wish you healthy hair. Healthy hair. Healthy, healthy hair. And let's not pay for hair damage. Please. So if you're going to go to classes, I have to say this again. Yeah. <laughs> if you're paying for hair classes, can you please pay a professional mm-hmm. and understand that unless you're actually going on a certification program that qualifies you to be a recognized hair professional. Right. That those classes are just for you to understand your hair. Right. You don't qualify you to go and become a hair guru. Right. Only because we're doing ourselves a disservice. I don't know how many times to keep saying this, but it's (laughs) like, you know what? You can only say what you say and then those with ears will hear. Yeah, that's it. And those without ears won't hear. But I have a feeling that there will always be people who pay. Yeah. For a quick fix. Yeah. And then there will always be people who will sell you a quick fix. It's always happened. Mm -hmm. So, as long as the larger majority of our community understands Mm -hmm. that the power is in our hands, if you don't pay somebody to lie to you, they won't. There we go. Thank you for listening in this week, guys. We'll be back next week with another episode. Juicy, juicy episode. Till then, (laughs) take care.